Welcome to Concession Impressions, the show where we review movies immediately after we watch them. I am one of your hosts, Michelangelo, and I am joined, as always, with... Charles Halbeck. Nice. So, this is kind of a heavy one. So I was wondering why this film was released in October. This is a biopic of sorts and uh, you would expect maybe a more horror-centered film to be released in October but truly this is probably the most horrifying film we've seen this October. Yeah I definitely agree. I, there are parts where I literally couldn't look at the screen. Yeah I can hear. I mean the whole crowd was, yeah. was like that. I don't know if I've ever told you this Chase but I hate true crime. I'm not a big true crime person because it just the, the realness of it is just so much more horrifying than than fake things mm-hmm. and just like this movie was just so horrifying yeah but I, I think a lot of people go to movies to like escape and this is not an escape movie yeah but i guess we didn't really even introduce the film so that was a little sneak peek i guess this week we were reviewing the newly released film we are going to review till by chinone Chinonye Chukwu. Chukwu. That's my Uh, guess. I'm sorry that I mispronounced your name. I'm terrible at pronouncing names. I couldn't even pronounce my own name until I was maybe um, in high school. So I think I'm terrible at it. It it honestly is. Um, Yeah, I went to my English teacher and I said, Hi, I'm Michelangelo. And then he saw my name spelled and he was like, "Uh, Your name is pronounced Michelangelo. Anyways, that's what we're going to be uh, reviewing today. Cue the intro. So Till is a, like you said, a biopic of sorts following Emma Till's mother, Mamie, and her pretty much life after the murder of her son, Emmett Till. Mm -hmm. And this is a true story. Unfortunately. Yeah, most definitely. It's kind of a weird episode, I would say, or not a weird episode, but kind of like a tonally different episode episode it's hard to talk about the film and kind of provide film criticism of a story that is you know real and so affecting Mm -hmm. and yeah i think the reason why i like podcasting and talking and doing a lot of this stuff is like i like to be like a happy positive optimistic kind of person so i like to have fun and make a lot of jokes so i don't know i think like there's a few things that just really get on my nerve. And I think like this is kind of it in a nutshell. Racism is just like, I can't believe how not even just America, but human society as a whole has been able to literally send people to the moon and back. Like 10 years after this. Yeah. And we have self-driving cars. We know how old this rock is that we live on. But like racism has been a thing in throughout history that has never gone away or has never even really gotten better even like it within american history like i think this is like a point that they really or at least that i took away which was that racism is not gone in america and it's not really going better at all the last words of the film or i guess like text on screen was that 
Emmett Till was murdered in the 50s. And less than 100 years ago. Less than 100 years ago. Despite what every conversation around this will have you believe. Yeah. The woman who is the undisputed reason for all of this, not all of racism, but the death and murder of Emmett Till is mm-hmm. literally still alive. Yeah. And has faced, by all accounts, no repercussions. Yeah. Like, my point is that they the last words were, almost 70 years ago, he was killed. But just this year we passed a law that lynching is now illegal in America. Like an anti, anti-lynching anti law has been put in place in America this year. Almost 70 years after this happened. And this was like, not even just like one time this happened. This is like thing that happens so much through history that it's just like, it's ridiculous. That just like, all right, 70 years has gone by. We'll like do this one baby step. I think that is the most horrifying aspect of this whole story is that this wasn't even uncommon. This was a common practice in the South Mm -hmm. not long ago. And the only reason why this time it was national news is because this boy happened to be the son of someone as extraordinary as Mammy Till was, who is incredibly articulate, who was almost unimpeachable. (laughs) She is someone who basically could not have been a more perfect person almost terribly so yeah like sadly and it makes it for this happened, but extreme like... juxtaposition yeah definitely and then you know america unfortunately one of its great problems is that people don't give a shit unless it's sensational and unless it is almost a storybook story and this happened to be a textbook horror yeah i'm gonna pause right there for just one quick second because i feel like i can just like continue the entire episode on this kind of thought process that we're going on but kind of want to bring some structure to this episode some film stuff back into it it's Uh, hard to even talk yeah yeah it is and i think majority of this episode will probably be kind of along the lines of the messaging and the like theme and tones of this film rather than like the filmmaking I would say well first I want to say I don't think this is going to be like a spoiler free episode but I think it's going it's like hopefully you've learned about this story at some point in your life I would say either you should have already known about it or you need to know which is kind of like if I don't spoil it's not like a spoiler like oh I can't believe I'm going to spoil the end of this movie it's been out for 70 years everyone should know that's one point and then two the message and the story should be known as well so there's like two sides of just like you're all wrong no matter what there's no argument that can be said that i should not spoil the movie mm-hmm. um which is what my point is i think not going to be like a quote-unquote like spoiler part spoiler free part i think let's just quickly say and i kind of already said mine but just go see it don't go see it thing i don't even want to do the ice cream thing i, I introduced <laughs> that last time but it's, it's it seems like a, that was like a joke that i kind of came up with yeah i don't even want to use it, that it this doesn't episode. feel totally acceptable yeah. right now so just i think see it don't see it i think if you can suffer this movie in a good way <laughs> this movie is very excellently made it is very difficult to get through yeah and i think there is a lot of trauma in this movie for the characters and then i think for you watching it as well yes and i think that's something i really liked about it was that it is a movie but it almost didn't feel like one because it it felt so visceral visceral and real and like you felt like you were there experiencing it along with these characters mm-hmm. so like you leaving the movie theater you feel like you're taking those pains 
with you back home. And I think prepare yourself for that. But I think there's a line in the movie that I think kind of summarizes my opinion. Because when the, they're having the funeral and mm-hmm. she says like... The aunt. I can't look at the body. Emmett Till's mom says to the aunt that... That she has to. It's not that she can or can't or should or should not. Like, she has to. Everyone has to. And I think that's my opinion is that, like, as difficult as it is to maybe watch, get through it, I think it deserves at least one watch. Yes. Or I think, honestly, I don't know if I could even watch this film again. Mainly because just, like, how horrifying some parts Mm -hmm. of it is. I do think it is worth studying as a film and trying to talk about it just as a film for a second. It is very interesting how it it utilizes this idea of images and utilizes the, the exact thing that Mamie Till did, which was create an image, a lasting image of her son in the box, totally unrecognizable, juxtaposed by his recent images, you know, a normal, happy, healthy child. Yeah. And that image alone is what was so affecting. Because none of this that we see on the movie, that's not what people were reporting on in 1950-whatever when this was happening. They were reporting on this singular image that basically became the face of racism. Yeah, exactly. Currently, from when I looked it up before watching this film, the film has like a perfect rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Really? As 100. I'm honestly surprised given that we are in the heyday of internet white supremacists to trolls i was too i was like wow i can't believe it has a hundred so i'm kind of curious how this film's gonna go and i kind of really wanted to nitpick at this film because i was like oh i want to say something that gives some kind of back and forth kind of conversation honestly i don't know what i can say negatively i think it's just like the shots were really interesting in terms of like i really especially like the courtroom scene it kind of really draws to me because it was so interesting that like the shot focused 90% of the time on the mother and it hardly ever showed like the other people talking or anything it, you, if it did it w- still showed the mother like in frame a lot of times and it really just like shows and it this like slow pace of like a longer take of just like this room and all these people talking and making their arguments and the mom just like sitting there and just like gradually you just feel her pain visually by just watching her in this room kind of like isolated in pain in this room of mostly white people who are there more for like to see a show rather than to actually do anything you know important yeah i mean that right there was one thing that i think people filmmakers could take away from this film from a purely filmmaking standpoint is this movie really every scene sticks the knife in and then just keeps twisting it and it's just insult on top of injury on top of insult on top of injury yeah and And it doesn't get better no it doesn't and it doesn't let you even look away for a second like you're you're not given any rest you have to suffer as Mamie is suffering throughout this entire ordeal yeah and I, I just it wasn't just like oh this one murder is just terrifying and crazy and bad but it's just like throughout the entire film there's like a spectrum of racism like i'm i'm sure you picked up on it but like even from the first scenes where they're going to the store and the officer obviously that was like a the officer stops them and says like there's like 
in the basement other shops that they can go to because they're the only colored people in the store. But besides that, after he checks and grabs the wallet, the store clerk starts to go through the wallets in the background to see if like anything was stolen or anything like that. Like there's like these very subtle things that were like in the background or just like around the scene that just like were these bits and pieces of like racism everywhere. And then there's like these big ones, obviously like the white people who are just like making fun of it or joking about it and just like, you know, patting them. They only pat down the color people that go into the courtroom or like just like how how scared everyone was, especially in the Mississippi sections of the movie. It's just like that was kind of really well done as as well I thought just like it's not just focusing on this one murder but it really shows you like a spectrum of just how everyone is either a little bit racist or crazy amounts of racism which led to the death of of this 14 year old boy and it doesn't even matter right like it doesn't matter if you are that store clerk assuming something racist or you're literally this you know husband of this wife or this white woman uh literally going on trial lying her ass off yeah against a boy who she basically had murdered for no reason and for like complimenting her yeah that's just so insane. The whole story is insane. But it doesn't matter. Both of them, both of those people, all of these people are all byproducts of this essential sin that in particular America can't seem to get rid of. Yeah, it's like, it's at a point, I always feel like in every episode I get to this point where I'm just like, I have, I'm so frustrated. A lot of the episodes we have done were like these movies that were just kind of terrible. And there's a certain <laughs> point that I'm just like, oh, I just can't talk about this film anymore. Just how terrible it was. This time it's just like, this film was beautiful and it was amazing. And I, it was so well crafted and I almost can't talk about it because of how disgusted I am with the message and this story that is so true and real and tangible because you can actually look online and see this picture and like everything yeah. all this is like real thing it's just kind of like i can't even i don't know even how to process it but no i mean it's it's it makes it even more horrible is that it's not even it's not fake it's not a narrative fiction it is a real story that happened to real people and it's not like there's not even a recourse for this, really. It just it is a true horror. Yeah. A true American horror. Exactly. American <laughs> horror story. True story. Yeah. Which is crazy. The other thing about it, like you said, that is just like a knife going in and just twisting more and more and more. And you're kind of thinking like, oh, it's going to get better. Or at least I was thinking or not thinking, but I would say that a lot of times like a film in a similar vein might have some kind of maybe either I think of like Black Klansman as an example mm -hmm. where the ending kind of goes like into a more uh, like here's this live footage and different things and like this is still a fight that we're making and this is like still a topic we're going on or I was thinking that there's going to be some like uplifting like after this, you know, Martin Luther King Jr. kind of or like different mm -hmm. activists kind of started coming up. And this is a fight that we are going to continue to fight kind of thing, like a I more think, yeah. optimistic kind of uplifting. But I think it's 
it definitely leans on like the nothing really happened part of it. And I think there's one line in it that someone says like this, like racism and everything, this whole thing will not end with just one verdict. Even though I feel like it almost felt like, oh, okay, this law was passed this year to for like the anti-lynching law that went into this this year. It's like, oh, that's a win. But like it, it doesn't, it didn't change anything, right? Like it's like 60 years too late. Yeah, I mean, not even just that, but like, sure, that law passed, but just there's still racism and there's still like so much stuff that's still going on, right? I don't know. I'm still like, I'm, I'm kind of d- diverging even further off the movie, but I think that one line was just really heavy that mm. just like, it really drove home the the meaning and the of this movie that just like, this is a thing that's happening and we need to just not kind of have these like oh it's over kind of thing right mm-hmm. i mean it's been going on and it's still this this kind of heavy thing over this last seven years and further back and even to this day and will continue unless like i don't know the answer but anyways sorry i'm taking over chase no no no. i was just gonna say that it, it does forego that that typical hollywood ending of like this is the hero we celebrate and this is why you know there's no heroes here mm-hmm. i mean there is mamie uh is a hero for sure but um she's not a winner yeah uh in the most traditional hollywood sense she she doesn't win the case at the end and there's victorious you know a victorious speech on the steps of the the jury or not the jury the uh the 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 courtroom and and, uh she doesn't you know get a statue in in her or something anything like anything you would want redemption for this this character this real person there's no redemption there's not i mean like something like there's so many times in the film that i was like man i really just want to like throw this guy out of the room or like yell at this guy or like get upset like i can't believe this is happening but like there is at no point in the film that the characters that if it was a traditional hollywood film they would have gotten their comeuppance yeah they they would have and it it doesn't happen at all in this film no they just get away with it scot-free yeah I know I talked a lot about racism and and my thoughts about that. I want to have a little bit more of a film conversation. Yeah. And I, I there's something that I, I you mentioned to me, and I think now that I've seen the film and I do agree with what the current hundred score is. I think it kind of is a great film. It's kind of like hard to say that this is a great film because also I don't know if I can see it again. But then again, like I think a big talk about this film is going to be Oscar. Is it Oscar worthy? Mm-hmm. Is it an Oscar worthy film? So I'm going to take that. Uh, I have it my thought. But what do you think? What do you think in terms of like? I think for uh, Daniel Deadweiler, who plays Mamie, I think there is at least an Oscar nomination for her acting in this because there are moments where it's almost like too visceral. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like uh, when she's she's giving witness testimony. Mm-hmm. to identifying her son's body that moment was insane mm-hmm. like i like her eyes start doing these crazy things uh t- trying to hold back the tears and maintain the composure that she knew she needed because it is like we said earlier the only the only reason why anybody cares is because this happened to her and she's you know this pinnacle of perfection of sorts yeah and it's it's 
intense. Yeah. That's... Or, or the scene when she identifies the body. And yeah. I there's so many good like there's moments from acting from her. I will say that even the opening scenes, sorry. <laughs> no, no, I completely agree. I think there's so many times that's all it's kind of it played into I think the film as a whole in that like her acting felt so real that it felt like I was just watching a documentary of people just with cameras in the moment because it felt so real and emotional that it, I was like drawn into the movie so much that I like took that pain with me as I left the theater. Mm-hmm. So she definitely, I think, 100% should get, I would say, the Academy Award. I think she would... You think she should win? I think she should win the the Academy Award. I'm not sure who else would be nominated this year, I have to say. You know, who I don't know. Who else has come out this year? It's been a long year, actually. Yeah, we're almost in the end. But I, I definitely feel like this will get nominated, possibly for Best Picture, but definitely for Best Lead. I don't know if it'll win, but it could. Either way, I would be shocked if it didn't get nominated. Yeah, I think it has potential for several nominations. Yeah. I think her performance specifically deserves a nomination at least. I personally think that from the movies I've seen this year, I don't think there anything has come close to the performance I've watched from her. So I think personally, in my books, she already won. That's all I'll say. Do you have internet access? I'm curious what other films are even up this year for... I, we don't really know, I think. They, I don't think they... Um, they haven't announced, but there's always like a running list of what people think. Mm, this is going to be... I, I don't know how the voters will vote because either they'll vote for like... I, I don't think everything, everywhere, all at once will win. Although I don't know, they could. I think from what I hear, I feel like everywhere, all, every, everything, everywhere, all at once might win like a best picture or something like that. But I think that fits better. I don't know if this will win best picture, but I, I think I feel it like this could win movie... directing or cinematography or acting actress. I think those nominations are are highly likely, I would say. Mm-hmm. This movie, I really feel like probably it's most likely going to win something like best actress for this relatively unknown actress as well mm-hmm. she's not like you know viola davis famous yeah she's I, I actually don't know what else she's been in. i know i've seen her face before but i can't remember exactly where the boy too actually uh, uh jalen hall yeah so the only thing i remember him one in is that there's an episode of atlanta that he was in and i remember like he's such a, like a funny little kid actor mm-hmm. So let's just go through this movie then. I think like the the acting I think was all pretty good. Mm-hmm. Weirdly, I think the person who gave the weakest performance was Whoopi Goldberg, who's an Academy Award winner. Yeah, I was thinking like, all right, she's a producer, she's like supporting actress. Like, what it like? Let's see yeah. what she brings to this. She doesn't really have much to do. That's true. I, I would say her role is very limited. I almost didn't recognize her physically, actually. Yeah, I don't know if you saw me in the theater, but I kind of like did a double take. I was like, wait. Is that her? So, yeah. But I think probably one of the weakest points of the film, I would agree. She just still feels like Whoopi Goldberg. Which, you know, if you are Whoopi Goldberg, how how do you not feel like Whoopi Goldberg? I mean, she's so iconic that I feel like almost kind of took out of it a little bit. I wish maybe she wasn't in it. Yeah, I do think... Yeah, because everyone else is more or less like even if they recognize the faces, they're not like celebrity level actors and actresses. Yeah, it's not like you have like Denzel Washington and and right. like all these you know triple A names 
better playing these main characters. Like they're somewhat lesser known names. Yeah, which I really appreciated, and I think actually added a level of visceralness, viscerality. I don't know. I mean, I think it just it goes to show that two things. One, like it doesn't almost matter. Like I think like there's so many times that just like I mean, I, nothing against The Rock for instance but i think the rock is just like a name that sells movies rather than a a good actor right yeah definitely following the george clooney trend you know i think this movie shows that like there's so many people involved in this movie that have such great performances that just like you don't have to just use the rock and everything there's Mm -hmm. so many great actors out there that can yeah bring so many great performances to so many films even the opening scene where you get these like little glimpses of of her fear as her as she's like saying goodbye to her son who's going off on vacation yeah in the south also really well crafted storytelling cinematography Mm -hmm. acting like everything plays so well together in this film i mean i don't know how i would do the script or the story differently i think the cinematography I could see maybe being shot a little differently in a certain in certain ways. There were some great moments. Mm-hmm. Or at least the cinematography felt like it got better over time. Yeah, I agree. Like some shots in the beginning, I was like, I just, it felt a little weird sometimes, like in terms of just like, I don't like understand why they're using this shot or versus that shot or yeah. like, what's the point in some of these scenes. But other times it just like, they felt so deliberate and meaningful. Just the shot by itself had all this meaning and, and the way it was framed and everything was just brought so much to it. Mm-hmm. But other times it felt like just kind of weird i think it's more of like a taste thing for me like it's just the type of cinematography that they chose with is not my personal taste for cinematography this is more more of a like studio system this is how we shoot movies you know kind of thing versus like i think i wanted cinematography to be just as viscerally a part of the story and there were moments Mm. like when they finally reveal his body and the damage that was done to his body that was a moment where i thought the shot was actively being as visceral as the moment those were relatively few and far between throughout the movie most of the movie was shot kind of stereotypical biopic style yeah although i i don't know how much more this movie could get viscerally and it be still watchable that's true (laughs) you know maybe 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 i am thinking about this in the wrong way maybe it needed to be a little more expected just to get through it or comfortable just to get through it i don't know i think it was visceral enough to really drive the point of the film. Yeah. Should we just get into and get over with our ridiculous ranking system for this very serious film? Sure. So to recap, number one, peanut M&M's. Number two, popcorn. A bad review in third place, a hot dog. And fourth place is Raisinets. What is your sword chase for this film? A peanut M&M for me. I think all in all, the final product is incredibly meaningful and affecting uh, in a way that few movies really are. Peanut M&M's for me as well. I almost was going to give it Hot Dog, actually. Not that it wasn't a great film, but I, I keep going back to this. That's just like, it's almost so deep and hard to watch that's like i don't know if i is should i be giving a film peanut m&ms to a film that i don't know if i could watch again mm. i don't think i'll be going like it, it kind of has like grave of the fireflies kind of 
Sure. Thing. It's not like you're like, oh, you know, it's Friday night. I'm going to watch Fear of the Fireflies. You're not really saying that. It's it's definitely a, a heavy movie that should be watched, but it's not going to be a movie that you're going to be putting on all the time. You know, it's, it's sure. a very deep meaning, true story, beautifully told beautifully directed and acted and everything but it just it's kind of hard to watch deeply so yeah i was kind of curious i looked around i didn't see actually very many black people in the theater and yeah. I, I thought that was sort of understandable a lot of old people in actually in the theater i noticed yeah interestingly although that's kind of the biopics crowd but also i wonder <laughs> i wonder true. if people recalled this on their their news back when maybe i think funny thing is to just take us out maybe you know a movie is serious when what's your name comes on to introduce <laughs> yeah. amc theaters and <laughs> no one Kidman. yeah when, when when she comes out and starts to be like amc theaters and no one says anything it's just dead silence you know you're gonna watch a serious film i think since we've been going back to movie theaters every single time there's i've watched some a film, guy there's at least sitting right behind us <laughs> there's usually. always one there's always at least one person who cheers claps or says something but this is the first time it was like dead silent the theater was pretty solemn when we entered actually i mean i'm sure that everyone already knew about this story yeah i think go watch it it's a great film but it's hard to watch so prepare yourself yeah hopefully this will be the, this is going to be the end of like our halloween kind of thing so next time hopefully we'll have something a little bit more funny just a little more of an escapist film because this was a lot <laughs> yeah all right till then everyone bye bye bye